welcome to Frown Town. What's up? I, I just want to point out that for some reason, the countdown, again, I know it's weird to talk about it on air, but the countdown started at six, jumped to yes. four, and then like ended at zero, which was just unexpected. I don't, I always hate zero in a countdown. And <laughs> I know I hate it because like we know zero's there. It's, it's implied. Uh, I'm Jay Jones. I'm V Chatty. Uh, this is Frown Town. Um, it is Frown Town, but guess what? You can smile today at least because Rush Limbaugh died. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been posting I mean, dancing gifts all up and down my timeline. I also I'm, love how many people, uh, my favorite tweet about it was Rush Limbaugh dying during Black History Month. What a gift. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's it's fun just because I, you know, I looked on my, you know, your little news. You go to search Twitter and it's like, oh, what's trending? And it's like Rush Limbaugh and Satan. And I was like, why is Satan trending? Oh, because Rush Limbaugh died. Correct. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, and I don't know, I, I feel like if you have like a list of evil white guys that you want to see die, like Rush Limbaugh is at like top 10, right? Yeah. I, I feel like- Like top 10, maybe even a top five, depending upon like where you live and your perspective. Yeah. It's really good because usually we record on Tuesdays, but we're recording this on a Wednesday. Uh, I was going to show up for the recording and then I woke up- and projectile vomited into the air, got it in my eyes, and um, had a fever for the rest of the day. But I'm fully vaccinated, so hell yeah. You know who's it's not fully a, vaccinated? You. Fucking Rosh Limbaugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not vaccinated unless we're talking about dirt. Yeah, I will uh, say it's it's not super bad, but if you're, if you're going to get the vaccine and you can afford to take like a day off of work... I'm I would say still not allowed to get vaccinated, and it's because like I I'm so low on the list of potential vac. And it's it's the worst part is like I spent so much time like like working out and taking care of myself and making healthy decisions. <laughs> and I was like I don't have any core mob- Like I'm a little bit overweight. It's the only thing I have. And I wasn't yeah. actually the sad part is I wasn't overweight until the quarantine started and the gym shut down. And so now I'm just like, yep, just keep eating. You'll get there. I can't. Like honestly, I, I like I I'll start to gain weight <laughs> and then I'm like. God, no. And then I stop eating and then I lose weight again. I just, I just I'm not built for it. But I, I'm happy that you're vaccinated. So congratulations to you. Yes. Uh, also, you got you got uh, you got dual injections for vaccination and you got dual injections for your lips. Yes, you I like did. that segue. It's great. Thank you. They look fantastic. They're like they're still they still feel weird. Well, like, you know, uh, I feel like they're gonna for a while. You said like two or three weeks of weirdness. Yeah, I have to like keep rubbing them. I don't know. That's a thing you have to keep doing. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I I rub my lips all the time. I'm just like constantly just like oh my god, pillowy soft lips. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, I did something I... fun this week. I did something really fun this week. You uh, did something? Yeah. So my my niece <laughs> had a birthday party. Oh gosh, that's yeah. She turned. Why seven. am I automatically scared? No, my niece had a birthday party. She turned seven, <laughs> and initially my my sister was gonna do a drive by where people were gonna drive by and like honk and wave. <laughs> from their cars <laughs> for her birthday party because you know it's you know it's a pandemic uh, yeah. but, but believe it or not alabama you know we just got snow dumped on us uh here in seattle which was not fun 
Um, it, it immediately rained and like wiped it away, which was nice. But in Alabama, yeah. they got hit uh, with like 14 degree weather, both snow and ice, which is uh, very uncommon for Alabama, particularly mm-hmm. in February. So what they did is they ended up doing a Zoom uh, birthday party. And oh, that's I fun. got, yeah. And like, okay, so my, my, I'm pretty sure my niece has other uncles because I think her, her brother has brothers, but <laughs> I'm the only uncle who shows up and, and does stuff. So I'm the one who gives nice. the best gifts. Uh, I bought her a mini drone. I think we talked about that. I bought her a little mini drone and a bunch of batteries, uh, which she could now control with a watch, which is like the fucking future. And, uh, <laughs> For her birthday party, uh, I have like a bunch of Jackbox games. And so her and a bunch of her friends who are like all seven or eight years old were all playing like fun Jackbox games, like drawing games and Zeeple Dome. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen a seven year old try to play a complex drawing game, but that shit is entertaining as fuck. Is it great? Is it great? <laughs> there were so many uh, drawings that did not make any sense. It had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> and like you know the prompts will be like uh so i don't know if you've played it like some of the, like champed up but the prompt will be I like i haven't good I, this will help you and the people who are listening uh the prompt is will be like oh draw a champion uh of like good looks so then like someone would draw v and be like here's the champion of good looks oh thank you yeah there you go uh and then like the ch- someone would see the picture v but they wouldn't be told like what it is and then they would draw like mcconaughey like matthew mcconaughey and then they'd be like this here's the champion that should match up and face off against v surely Matthew McConaughey <laughs> could could beat V at anything but that's not true when it comes to champion of good looks V wins ha yes. suck it McConaughey but <laughs> what so that's that's the general concept relatively nuanced a lot of fun for adults for kids as it turns out it's who can draw the most ridiculous thing doesn't matter what the <laughs> champion of does not matter uh, some of the kids my personal favorite were the ones that just did like dots and smudges because they couldn't figure out how to draw and uh-huh. the, they couldn't figure out how to name it so it'd be dots and smudges and they would be auto named Gene and it'd be like what the fuck is this <laughs> it's just a bunch of pink blurs <laughs> it was great uh, I had a lot I of fun that. I uh I also had to like uh the first game my niece played uh she got savage like she just got just just ruined it was the worst I was watching like like she would lose matches because you don't show whose name it is until after and so it'd be oh. like someone getting like yeah it's so and so someone be getting beat like eight to zero and it's just like oh this person sucks then it flashed her name like oh on her birthday um <laughs> But then, like, she won the second game, uh, and it wasn't like we tried. It's just she she kind of, like, stuck through and, and finished strong. I don't know if my sister helped or not, but she she did way better on the, the second game. Sure. So maybe she just figured it out. But, yeah, yeah, it was watching her just, like, get watching your, your niece lose on her birthday is something I didn't realize would make me feel something, but it did. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But we got snow. Did you go outside and, pl- like, well, I guess, could you have um, gone outside well, and played in the snow? Well, I, I feel like it was risky for you. I wanted to, but I'm not allowed to do anything that could result in me fucking up my yeah. arm again. Like even so throwing no snowballs sledding. wouldn't work. Yeah, I did shovel a little bit of snow. Well, that's that's a, that's this fun snow times we enjoy. Everyone has fun memories <laughs> of shoveling snow. Like I used to yeah. sometimes when I was a kid, I used to beg my parents to let me go outside to shovel. No, the snow. you know what was fun about <laughs> it? What was what was fun about it is that you know in Having Seattle, a clean walk. as a person. <laughs> <laughs> who comes from the northeast and is used to you know eight feet of snow yeah sometimes like i feel you know when i know like i'm not i don't need to shovel the entire parking lot 
I just need mm-hmm. to shovel two little lines, two little car. baby lines for my <laughs> car. And I have a RAV4, so I can power through a lot. And I know how to not accidentally back up into somebody's car or slide into somebody. So a lot of really, do not know how to do that. Yeah. When I'm shoveling these two little lines in the ground, you know, and and um, doing so in a calm uh, manner, and then you know. Having fun slipping and sliding all along the road. A lot of people get stressed out driving in the snow. I love it. Um, um, I'm still paying for my car, so I, I, I get stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> I feel like I if mean, my car were paid for, I'd be way more calm about it. I think the thing is, is that I uh, just, I'm really good at correcting. That's it. I, <laughs> and so I drive it just. A, I drive a stick, so it's, it's. It's not as bad for me because I can just very naturally and very easily stay in low gear and just kind of yeah. like drive with. A I lot miss of my stick Plus, shift, but I can't. I'm real. I'm really lucky. I have an automatic now in my current situation. Yeah, yeah, it would, it would suck. But I, I <laughs> it would say, not be helpful to have be, a stick yeah, shift. You could not drive. I would I'd say have though, to sell that car. The, the I would say that I also have a Mini Cooper, which is one of the, still to this day one of the most stable <laughs> cars I've ever driven. Like I'm serious, I've I have tried to like throw it off. Like so I, so I've spun out cars ground, before. Though. How do you it's get so, over? It's so low. It's such a you great. Get, it's such a great get, base. You get snow banks. Um, that's well, the only like, downside to it is that like yeah, so uh, I have to the, dig it, dig it out. You have to dig it out, and then there's also so this is something like you go down south. Like one thing that I'm really excited to do is when I finally go and get to visit Texas. I want to bring my roller skates because like all the roads there are like super flat, and the yep. sidewalks are super there flat. Are no hills in Texas. And there's no hills or heels, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I say words like you in my head now, and it's it's very funny. Um, but the, <laughs> the, you, everything's flat and it's really fun. And like skating out on the streets in Seattle is pretty scary. Um, That's dangerous. <laughs> I've wiped out many walking, a time. Walking some of those hills. Like I'm like legit like, all right, so one foot in front of the other. One and yeah. two. So I keep thinking if I trip, it's it for you. You're not going to stop. If you don't live in Seattle and you don't realize. So like when I first moved here, I was like, I don't understand why everyone is freaking out. This is only six inches of snow. Like, what the fuck? I'm from Boston. (laughs) I'm from upstate New York. I'm from those places. So, like, I was used to having to tunnel out of my home because you don't just get a day off. Two feet of snow, you don't get the fucking day off. You go into work and you have to... It it sucks because you have to literally do manual labor before you go into your job. Never again. And then I was thinking, I was like, oh, what if I went to Texas? But now Texas is uh, full of snow. I've, uh, for those of you who aren't (laughs) aware of what's happening there right now, um, I have a lot of friends and family in Texas, and I've been on the phone with a lot of them, just making sure that they're like awake so they don't like fall asleep and freeze to death. Because the thing is, is when I first went to Seattle and I saw people couldn't handle six inches of snow, and at first I laughed, but then I was told that Seattle has about 12 plows and only two of them work. Yeah, yeah. Um, 10 so... unworking plows, but we were like the fun, the police is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? No, what? Jay, the Why other, the other ones. The money? Jay, the other ones we just keep on the lawn for parts uh, <laughs> well i mean i get it the snowplow situation here is indicative of the snow situation here which yeah. up until like maybe five years ago apparently it didn't snow this much but like in the it, last it did not it did not but in also the last three years we've gotten just snow dumped twice yeah well when i was a child living in in upstate new york my everybody was a 
plow driver. Like you had so many plows. You had city plows, and then you also had people like my dad who just happened I don't know to why have a plow truck. Sounds like such a slur when you say it, but like you, everybody was just a plow driver. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. If you were lucky, you got to stay up wicked late and go out and do the the plow Plowing. the roads with dad. And he had an old he had an old scout, and the 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 floor on the passenger side of the scout had been rusted completely out. So there was just a giant hole there. So you yeah. had to put your feet on either side of the hole. Um, or you could fret Flintstone. Well, no, <laughs> you couldn't because you probably die. But you die. You get sucked through a rusty a rusted out hole. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, you probably yeah, lose you'd your probably whole die. face. But, but yeah, it was fun because you could, you could, you could fret see like a glorious one second and then you die i'll say he built us the best igloos because he had a literal plow so he would just like shovel all the snow in one i saw uh, there was there was a dude with who came out uh so you know like as you know uh because you've been to where i live there's a a parking lot directly across outside from where i i I live so we can look out into like it's basically a business parking lot yeah dude with a bobcat came out there and if you want 20 minutes of fun hijinks watch a dude (laughs) in a bobcat who really doesn't know what he's doing try to like plow through a parking lot It well, and, was and in Seattle, <laughs> as, as a person who's moved from the Northeast, there are certain things that you do. You know, you salt your sidewalk so that you don't fall down the fucking stairs. <laughs> Use any salt. <laughs> no, and you know what? Do you know? I mean, he- do you know what I had to buy? Do you know what I had to buy, Jay? The last snowpocalypse, I went and bought water softener tablets at the cash and carry because that's the closest thing I could find to rock salt. Um, you can also, well, it's, it's, it's hella expensive, but if you have kitty litter in the house, that will work. And so will Tide. Okay. Tide yeah. Will, you know, you know what if people from, the thing, were if saying? The South, if you're from the South, there's like two bags of rock, rock salt in our entire city. So we find anything <laughs> we can that you can throw in the snow to make it go away. And Tide, yeah. uh, kitty litter. <laughs> and there's one other thing that like you can buy at the store that's like you wouldn't think of but i know for sure and when i say tide not like liquid tide that doesn't do anything like the, sure the powder sure tide. the powder yeah. yeah well i mean the yeah the, and the thing was is like uh the reason that a lot of seattle people i went on a on a group on facebook when i was still on there ugh, and i was yeah. like hey uh just so you know like if you like especially for like disabled people or you know if your footing is already bad in like without ice and yeah. you i was like hey just fyi you can go and get a bag of water softener tablets at cash and carry it's basically giant chunks of ice or salt just spread that out and people were so mad they were like what about the runoff it's gonna get into the ocean and i was like and then our water will be soft no <laughs> that's that's my first response is and then we'll have lots of soft water and great laundry care i was like listen Uh, i'm just trying to make sure that the woman in the wheelchair on my street can like doesn't die yeah doesn't die bro like i'm just trying to not fucking fall (laughs) on my head man i don't know what to tell you like kitty litter will get it done but the, it's it's crazy expensive and so well actually i guess i said tie but just any laundry detergent and theoretically laundry detergent running off uh is not as bad because i mean it's soap theoretically so it yeah. should run off especially if you're in a city it should run off into like the sewers and that's where it was going to go anyway well and i will say boston is poisoning its harbor with uh rock salt this <laughs> not you're gonna say tea because you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah they did Christmas that they addicts. did that too <laughs> Which, but also what, the, the oh go ahead when you go to the south and you look at the way that it's snowing down there 
Um, it's not just uh, that it's cold. I mean, it's first of all, it's really fucking cold. A lot of pe- my my siblings yeah. who lived in Texas until like a few years ago, they had never seen snow, and then it snowed in Houston, and everybody was like, "Well, this is freaky." And I was there in Houston when it snowed, and it was fucking terrifying. Nobody knew how to drive. There was like, and there were they had that hundred and thirty six car pile up. Oh, uh, that was the worst. Nobody knows how to drive in that shit, and yeah. you know you can't blame them because it it's not cold. people it's don't realize cold. how dangerous the roads can get just in an instant it's just yeah. in a that's why they call it cold snap <laughs> well and, and it's, it's it's really cold because you know my my uh my family is in alabama which also apparently experienced that insane kind of insane winter weather uh and it was 14 degrees in alabama and like there's not uh one of the things that is also should be understood about the south is that uh we don't especially in in like alabama texas uh florida georgia mississippi tennessee uh and then right around kentucky this starts to change but in that little area it's so warm that typically houses don't have gas as the way they heat their homes yeah they don't Uh, what's what they use is called a heat pump uh and essentially it is it's this um if you stand outside like an air conditioner of any kind if if most of us have been outside next to like an air conditioning unit and have walked past that draft of like mad hot air what happens is that when an air condition uh works on air it actually does expel hot air as a result of how it cools air so a heat pump is just reversing that and pushing that hot air back into the building and then pushing out the air conditioned air out of the building so it really is just reversing your air condition and without electricity you uh can't do that and then secondly it's also not as warm as like a gas heater would be yeah uh, and so like when temperatures drop to like 14 or lower it's becomes even more problematic because the few people who did have electricity but then lost electricity if we're doing like talking about like a rolling blackout situation for example uh, the time period that you have with electricity to warm your house up you're going to be much more inefficient not to mention if you live in a uh, like a cheaper or an older home uh, it's going to take more energy from you to actually warm and heat your house and if you're talking about with an electric uh you know electricity as your means of heating not only is it going to be less efficient but by the time the blackout rolls back around to you uh you're going to spend even more time basically your average temperature is going to be much colder so it's it's yeah and i've also the infrastructure just isn't built for it like there are people who are you know if you're if you're from a cold place you know when you know your heat when you don't have heat you need to keep your pipes running you need to you know drip for your faucet and there are people in Texas and they are dripping their faucets, but the pipes down there just are not made for that level of cold. It doesn't sometimes yeah. matter if you drip well, your faucet. It's, it's one of those things where like when, and I think it's, I, I hate to, I feel like I'm going to be a broken record here. So bear with me. But what I was going <laughs> to say is that when they build houses in Texas, they don't add the extra layer of insulation because that's something they only do if necessary because it's a price. Th- and so if you're, uh, you know, you would think like, hey, it's just insulation. It might be maybe a dollar extra extra per home but across the board it's just for most of the home builders who are building that home if they can save that dollar because of the nature of the business that they're in they're going to save that dollar and that's how you end right. up in situations where you know it's it's the thought process is well they couldn't have predicted this would happen and they're right uh the area is not known for that type of temperature and it just so happens that uh currently uh in that area and other areas around the world uh we're seeing actual changes in climate which brings us to our topic uh 20 minutes in wow um <laughs> v 
let's talk about climate change. And I yeah. want to start talking about climate change uh, with a sexy little thing I like to call Captain Planet. Do you remember Captain Planet? I he- loved Captain Planet. Captain Planet. He's, he's a, hero. a hero. Gonna, gonna bring pollution, pollution down to zero. D- he's no, okay. okay. Uh, uh. Sorry, we got, we got, we're on a different beat. I may have to watch the... I just, um, I just remember, I remember the breakdown because that was like, we're the planeteers and you could be one too because saving our planet <laughs> is the thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, oh my God. Okay. So I loved, loved, loved this show uh, when I was a kid. I revisited as an adult. I don't know what I was thinking as a kid. But is it bad? I, feel like, I remember loving uh, it. Have you, have you have you seen it as an adult? No. Oh, well, watch an episode or two and see how you feel about it. It's okay. hard to find one, by the way. You, you're going to have to like look for it. But oh, I could find it. I have the internet. You can, yeah, you can find it. Uh, it's it's just through the eyes of an adult and also now like I feel uh, that like cheap cartoon animation has gone so much further ahead that now <laughs> you look back at like cheap animation of the 80s you're like what the fuck is this shit uh same thing for thundercats uh the thundercats like the thundercats 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 ho i used to love that yeah. show saw it as an adult and i was like why the fuck did i enjoy this, this and now is you're so a spoiled made. brat of course that's what the show made me into um but <laughs> i mentioned captain planet because i want to point out the fact that even in the 80s we were aware that what we were doing to the earth was very likely dangerous to us not just to the planet yeah we knew it was wrong And Captain Planet was part of a push for us to try to do better. It, it was misguided because it was like, just recycle and everything will be fine. And that's not 100% true. But we've been pushing for the most part to understand that we as a race require the planet to have the same, I guess our health as a race is attached to the planet. And we're Yeah, still- it's kind of weird how it's like, in order for you to survive, you have to have like a... Uh, place to live <laughs> yeah it's well it, i think it's it's what has happened and i think we've seen it happen because like we went through four years of it um there has become like this kind of like it, it's a i don't want to say a, a partisanshipness towards uh climate change but it's it's become where if you believe in climate change you can't be of a certain political party and the uh-huh. danger in that is that uh so you can pretend like facts or opinions all you want to but eventually uh especially when the facts are leading towards our demise we actually But Jay probably- if it was if it was climate change you know they used to call that global warming uh, but everything's cold mm-hmm. now so I'm glad you said that let's talk about <laughs> it uh so the first thing I want to talk about is uh you know one thing that we've always heard especially if you have been paying attention to like the idea of climate change is we're trying to avoid uh, a warming of two degrees Celsius. And the idea of that is that it's, it would be a warming in certain areas and spots, not all of just the entire planet. And, but certain areas having an a, a increase in warming would have impacts throughout the entire globe that we wouldn't be able to undo. It would end up in uh, you know climates shifting throughout the globe in such a way, for example, uh, snowstorms happening in February instead of December, that would affect even like our economy and our in our ecology uh the ecosystem that you know is here in seattle really much very much relies upon it not being frozen in february there's a lot of (laughs) well there's a lot of plants that may have would have begun starting to like grow and and, you know and and peak out that just got dumped on 
They're just like, oh, oh, no. Right. And so, like, it it feels like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, we just have a slight change in weather, but it's impacting more than just, like, what we do every day and how we get to work and when our snow days happen. Yeah. And so I I found this article... so it, the idea is that we're trying to avoid two degrees Celsius of warming or three point degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Uh, and then uh, this is from, and I don't want to freak anyone out, but this is from January 7, 2021. So this isn't even outdated. This is like this year. Uh-huh. Uh, and Andrew Desler, he's the professor of atmospheric sciences at Texas A&M University and co-author of the study that found uh, this. And I'll read the quote. He says, the bad news is that our results suggest that we have most likely already emitted enough carbon dioxide to exceed two degrees celsius but the ultimate the- frown yep uh so we're already there all the things we're worried about happening the planet happen. is dying wah, wah. but there is good news once net emissions get to near zero the rate of continued committed warming will be very slow so if we can get near net emissions to near zero soon we'll it may take slower. centuries correct it may take centuries Sick. to exceed two degrees celsius and the he goes on to Sarah. I'm sorry. He he, he added another person who was part of the study named Zelinka. Uh, who? Give me a second. I will tell you who Zelinka is. Zelinka is uh, an atmospheric scientist. He's Mark Zelinka of Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory. Uh, he says. The uncertainty on estimates of committed warming is large, but we can have high confidence that committed warming is larger than one would expect based on assuming the past is prologue. This finding increases the urgency of reducing greenhouse gas emissions in order to achieve the Paris Agreement targets. So to give you a refresh, do you remember the Paris Agreement targets? I remember when we pulled out of it. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of jokes about pulling out that I'm not going to (laughs) make, but it's the one time I did not condone pulling out. Uh, but in- the the Paris Agreement sa- says that the world's countries were agreeing to limit global warming to well below two degrees Celsius uh, above pre-industrial t- temperatures, and also pursue efforts to limit warming to one point five degrees Celsius. So one and a half degrees Celsius, what they were really trying to pursue, but two degrees was was most likely what they were trying to get. Uh, so this team set out to find out where we were, um, and what they found is that. Here, I'll just read it. The future found that the team found that future warming with radiative forcing fixed up at present day levels has a most likely value of plus 2.3 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. So essentially, we've already done the damage that we were most afraid of it happening. And oh, there's fun. not a chance. Yeah, there's not a chance the Earth is not going to reach two degrees Celsius. But if we pull back and we work really hard, it'll be generations before it does. And we might be able to figure out a way to like either shelter ourselves from it or to negate it. We're not gonna. (laughs) Yeah. So here's the thing. What is very soon? (laughs) To get net emissions down soon, like how we how do we define soon? Uh, Yeah. Like when do we need to do this by? Most people define soon as 2030. Okay. Unless you're Joe Biden. Oh, no. He defines soon as 2050. Oh, when he's dead? Dead and gone. Uh, So the real question is, what can we do? (laughs) And uh, we're going to go to break. That's what we can do. (laughs) <laughs> we are going to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about climate change. What can we, can we do about it? What's being done and whether it's enough. Uh, so stick around. Prepare to frown. Ooh, it rhymed. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, yay, V is back. I'm v. back. Yay, yeah. I'm excited that you're back because uh, I got really ranty and then like you froze <laughs> and I was like ranting, ranting and then I looked and I was like, wow, his expression hasn't changed. Is he just really <laughs> hard <laughs> or is he just disagreeing? What's going on? Uh, and then I realized you were frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's how you knew something was wrong because uh, I wasn't moving around. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is the stillest I have ever seen him be. <laughs> <laughs> like is he paralyzed with fear uh okay so i'm done ranting i'm not gonna to do the rant anymore but i do want to make sure that the point is made uh essentially that we're not doing enough as far as climate change and we can push cities to do more um v do you have anything you want to add towards it uh i don't know uh i love jars <laughs> <laughs> um how about this let's talk about what let's talk about what life would be like if the earth went up in temperature one and a half degrees celsius oh shit would it be like the desert versus versus two degrees okay celsius right so let's say if it if it goes up one and a half degrees so if we actually manage to get one and a half degrees celsius which is so the earth is already warming there's not much we can do to stop it but if we can limit it at one and a half it would reduce the number of people who would be frequently exposed to extreme heat waves by approximately 420 million with 65 million people being exposed to exceptional heat waves at the mid latitudes and this is again with a a average warming of one and a half degrees celsius the hottest days will be up by three degrees celsius uh and at one and at excuse me the highest days will be up to three degrees celsius um at one and a half degrees celsius warming and up to four degrees celsius if it was at two degrees celsius warming so those are the hottest days they would go up to uh three degrees but it would go up by four degrees and the warmest extreme temperatures would be in central and eastern north america central oh. yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let that Whoops. let that sink in. Yep, uh, Central and Southern Europe. Okay, the Mediterranean. Oh wow, including South Europe, North Africa, and uh, the I don't know why they call it the Near East, but you know, uh, and sure. then Western and Central Asia and Southern Africa. So like, there's very few places that are not getting hit. Um, Sounds like just... everywhere is gonna be hotter. Yeah, and uh, so you remember in 2015 there were deadly heat waves in India and Pakistan uh, at two yeah. degrees Celsius. At two degrees Celsius warming, those heat waves could happen annually. Oh, fun. But that's not it. In the Earth's highest latitudes, because if you were thinking like, well, I'm good, I'm not in the Earth's uh, mid-latitudes. In the highest latitudes, the coldest nights would be about four and a half degrees Celsius warmer at one and a half degrees of warming, compared to about six degrees Celsius warmer at two degrees of warming. Arctic land regions would see cold extremes warm by as much as five and a half degrees Celsius at one and a half degrees Celsius warming, while a warming of one and a half to two degrees Celsius, cold extremes would be up by eight degrees. So the cold spells would also be shorter. So what would happen is that places that relied upon, like the Arctic relies upon, and I I need to make sure I say it right, it's not Arctic, it's Arctic. The Arctic relies (laughs) upon, uh, you know, those colds keeping fresh water there to prevent like rising water throughout the world but yeah. with this warming uh that pretty much would happen even at one and a half degrees it happened but it's a hope you didn't invest more. in a beach house which would be ironic because the next thing that's interesting is that if we have the warming to one and a half degrees celsius it would also significantly reduce the probability of drought yeah so there are some places where droughts would happen because uh, there wouldn't be enough water available because the earth would have warmed up too much so we'd have rising water in some places but then 
certain for fresh water, we wouldn't have enough. We'd also have to deal with issues with extreme precipitation. At 2 degrees Celsius warming, some places would see an increase in heavy rainfall events uh, while compared at 1.5 degrees warming. So that means like the northern hemisphere high latitudes, Alaska, western Canada, eastern Canada, Greenland, Iceland, northern Europe, and northern Asia. Uh, mountainous regions like the Tibet Plateau, Southeast Asia, and Eastern North America uh, with higher flooding risk because they get way more rainfall. There's an article that talks about also how this affects biodiversity and ecosystems. And this full article about how everything uh, could be gone for us at two degrees Celsius and how even at one and a half degrees Celsius, which is technically bad uh, and really hard for us to hit, even if we get it down to one and a half degrees Celsius, we're still better because at two degrees Celsius, we are clearly 100% fucked. I will put a link to this in the notes it will make you feel terrible um yay but you know carpe diem bro i was gonna say but you still need to read it because uh the first <laughs> to quote gi joe since we started off talking about cartoons <laughs> knowledge is half the battle dun, yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> v, if somebody was trying to win the war to contact you what do they need to know to win the battle to find you? Oh, God. They just have to find me on uh, Twitter or Instagram. I'm at VChatty. That's V-E-E-C-H-A-T-T-I-E. Yeah. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Joe background. Pew, 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 pew. And you can find, um, <laughs> if you want to, like, give us, um, you know, if you have a question about a law. Again, we're not lawyers. We just like pew, to pew, look pew, stuff pew. up. Uh, <laughs> If you, you can't can tell find... I'm not a lawyer from the pew pew pews in the yeah. background. <laughs> pew 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 pew. pew. <laughs> I thought about being um I thought about being a lawyer once, but um apparently you need to pass what's called a character and fitness review, which means they need to just like look at your like if you're good like upstanding citizen yeah. or not and i don't think i would pass it and it would just be a shame mm. to waste all that money on law school and just to get to the end and ha- have them be like so no. we see here you used to be a stripper hmm i don't think they would hold you back <laughs> for used to be because like i feel like that's and, and i mean we, we can get into this a little bit more off air because there's examples that i can tell you about where like people went from being far worse than well not worse but like far more illegal than stripper and became <laughs> lawyers i think it's it's uh as long as you're not actively doing it and the amount of time that you're away from it so let's have a conversation about that uh, i'm not trying to try to get you to go to law school but i mean if you want to do it why not if you want to contact the show v if people are trying to win that war what's the battle in the the knowledge of the show i've lost my i lost my uh my it's metaphor fine. a long time uh, ago that, uh, that's gonna be where can uh, people find the show uh, at frown town pod on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find us God there. Right. Hell and yeah. uh you, you yeah, can Jay, find us there. What about you? Can people find you? Uh well I am rocking camouflage in the jungle, but <laughs> if you're trying to get a beat on my location, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Ajdef underscore J. I'm back on the metaphor. Uh you can also uh call the show. Our number is 425-224-7621. Again, that's 425-224-POC1. I am the number one POC. You will have to find me Still and kill unchallenged. me to get that spot. Still you will have to find me and kill me to get that spot. Oh, it's been challenged, but it's it's been unsuccessfully <laughs> challenged. I've killed many POCs and I'm I feel sad about it. Uh <laughs> I've taken this war analogy way too far. <laughs> hey, uh, you can also uh, review the show if you would. I only accept five star reviews. Don't tell me uh, that you only have four or less stars for me. If you don't have five stars yeah, for give me, us all I don't your want stars. you to review. 
Boom, boom. Give me, give me five stars. Don't give me four. Don't, don't be like all the stars I have are three. Then give that to some other dumbass <laughs> podcast. You give me five stars. That's what I want. That's what I request. That's not. A, I don't request it. I demand it with excellence. Demand damn it. it. <laughs> that was mad aggressive. I, I should have ended this with a war analogy. It was a mistake. Uh, v, we got to go save Private Ryan. So uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.